You're listening to the Foreign and International Medical Graduate Show, a podcast to inspire physicians in the process of immigration to the United States and access to graduate medical education. We create meaningful and helpful content that motivates medical students and doctors throughout the world with the goal of creating a community that supports itself and gives feedback to each other, that stays updated with the most recent tips and advice on how to make it in America and become a successful resident or fellow in the speciality of your dreams. Dr. Alonso Osorio is board certified and residency trained in both emergency and family medicine and will be bringing you 20 years of his personal experiences, struggles and motivation. We'll be chatting with people like you to talk about the lessons they've learned along their personal path, how to make an impact and how we can all benefit from it. Also, we'll analyze the current resources available and how to benefit from them. Thanks for joining us. Please enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Foreign and International Medical Graduate. This is your host, Dr. Alonso Osorio. Well, it's been about 12 to 15 days since I produced material for you guys. And like everything else in life, I think uh, COVID has taken a token on many families across the planet and this uh, virus has directly impacted not only the economics of the world but in the United States and who would have thought that in the United States in general the emergency department volumes had gone to pretty much nothing. Locally we have seen impacts on volumes decreasing to from 50 to 75% in some pediatric settings, up to 90%. And when you really look and compare this to cities like New York, you realize how come people are not going to the emergency department. And if I'm a patient, I would say that it makes sense. Uh, People have fear. They have the potential risk of going for medical care and getting infected. Now I think everybody's reading and listening to stories across the United States that patients are actually getting sick. They are sitting through their chest pain, they're sitting through their paresthesias, and they're actually stroking and having MIs and heart attacks in their homes. And what I'm seeing uh, after the volume is starting to pick up is that people are coming with the regular chronic conditions but very much flourishing and remarkably exacerbated. All of a sudden people feel that now is safe again and they think that is the time to go back to do regular medical care not only at the doctor's offices uh, but also in the emergency departments across the nation. Telemedicine has played a significant role but obviously in this type of line of work uh, physical touch and interaction and, you know, inspection, palpation, auscultation. It's uh, pretty much crucial in diagnosis and treatment of conditions in the United States. So I have, as I said, many of us had uh, tough times and some of us uh, are trying to get by not only financially, economically, you know, with your family. Some of you guys are really struggling with shifts, hours, and so forth. And here it goes. I'm going to drop the bomb. Uh, So for those that are out there 
I want to let you know that the reason why I haven't produced material is because, unfortunately, I lost my job. Yep, as you hear that, I, I lost my job. I was not fired, but I was let go. So I'm a victim of COVID-19, not because I got sick, but because I was let go. And it's supposedly related to the economical impact that coronavirus has had in, in, in our healthcare system and specifically in my specialty in emergency medicine. Uh, when you work for fee-for-service or you work per event and you work for productivity and there is no patients to see or treat, obviously, since we're in the business of healthcare and there is no business and no customers, there is no money, so no doctor needed, doctor is being let go. So as an emotionally tragic as this can be, uh, I'm I'm not gonna let myself go down. As a frontliner, as a physician in the trenches for the last 20 years, I feel that I have the skills necessary to come back and put myself back in the market. So I know that we've been talking about interviewing skills and and what we can do to make ourselves better. So I'm, I'm going to give you an example of what I had to go through for the last week. As of Monday, I'm seeing the writing on the wall that I'm being one of those potential doctors that is being let go. As of Tuesday, I get a notification that I have a phone call to meet at my office to be dismissed. So I immediately got on the phone and I started calling my contacts, friends, family, relatives that I have had across the nation because, as you know, I've been in many states in the United States practicing medicine. And this is my 11th year of practice after having had graduated from emergency medicine and my 20th year from having graduated from medical school and my 15th or 16 and a half year from having graduated from family medicine. So I, I've been around for a while, and through that period, I created a lot of friends. A lot of friends and a lot of uh, colleagues and a lot of people that know me. And one thing I can tell you guys, something that I have done throughout my life, is leave a great reputation no matter where I've been. Call it Keokukayo, Muscatine, Mount Pleasant, Otomwa, Washington, Red Oak, Atlantic, Harlan, Iowa. From the smallest emergency department that I ever worked of 5,000 visits a year to the largest that I have worked managing a quarter million visits per year, I have seen it all and I've taken care of my patients, but I have never forgotten who I am and I never forgotten how to take care of my, my staff, my nurses, my people, my respiratory therapists, my techs, my paramedics, my lab technicians, my CT technologists, my ultrasonograph, ultrasonographers, my x-ray technologists, and pretty much everybody from the registrar, from the patient care representative, everybody has taught me something in life. And for that reason, they deserve to be treated with respect. And guess what? 20 years later, I see myself realizing that these people skills actually have gotten me out of a crisis like the one that I, I saw myself going through this week. So having said that, I, I, I started making calls. I made a bunch of phone calls across the nation, specifically to Texas and, and, and here in, in Tampa, by the way. Uh, I'll tell you why tennis has been so important in my life. Uh, 
I started making calls and and guess what? People that I knew in Texas knew people that I know here in Tampa. They know each other. They spoke highly of me. Immediately phone calls are being thrown away to get references and background checks from me. And everybody's speaking fantastic things about Alonzo Osorio. And I went to the office on Wednesday. I was let go. You know, I entered the office dressed for success because I had an interview at 11 a.m. I was let go by 10, 12. I walked out. I drove 30 minutes for my new job interview. Uh, I was unemployed for about 45 minutes. I had a job by the end of that interview. I had a bunch of formal phone calls and um, Zoom meetings that I had to go through. And guess what? I have a job now. It's here locally in Tampa with a fantastic medical group. Life goes on. I'm going to be able to support my family. I have 90 days left in my current position. And I have no regrets. I have no regrets of what I have done in my professional career. I have taken care of people with respect. I enjoy my job. I have provided high quality of medical care. I have related to my colleagues, partner, and specialists. I have taken care of my family. And no one can speak poorly or badly of me. So having said that, who would have thought that I am back in an interview process again? So, guys, we're talking about interviewing, interviewing skills, interviewing process. Guess what? I went through this this week. I had to call people. I had to sell myself. I had to go back to, you know, the drawing board. And, and, and this is life. This is, this is going to be me. I'm 42. I'm reinventing myself. I'm starting my career in another company from zero. But I'm going to rebuild my reputation my connections, my rapport with my nurses, my techs, and every single person across the hospital staff. I have learned many things. I'm going to grow from mistakes and potentially flaws. The only way to look at it is be mature and realize if there is anything you could have done and or anything that by reflecting you could improve, this is the moment. This is the moment to improve. This is the moment to lift up your chin, pump up your chest, and take massive action. Take action. By the minute, don't wait. Don't hesitate. Even if you're feeling down, this is not the moment to bury yourself under a pillow. Get out. Put yourself in the best dress. Shave. Get to exercise. Get on time. Get to work. Speak like you own it and be successful. You all can do it. I can do it. We can do it together. So let me tell you how it went for me. Uh, it's 11 a.m. I was uh, professionally dressed, what I call. I had a very nice suit that I just had purchased. It was fitted about a month ago for a, a, an event that I had. And I, 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 I didn't wear a tie, but I was nicely shaved and face was nicely trimmed. I was smelling good, you know, a little bit of perfume, not too overwhelming, not too much. I went in, listened to what uh, my my uh, my exit interview had to be about, and I walk in. You know, unfortunately, with during coronavirus, shaking uh, hands is not a thing. But we decided to shake hands. You know, and we sat down, and I listened. I listened to to my colleague. We had many people in common. Uh, they knew a lot about me. They had made some phone calls. They knew about my particular interests, my hobbies, my life. And we just spoke like two normal humans 
looking at each other's in the eyes, you know, with a nice posture, sitting properly with confidence, not in a cocky position, open hands over the table, relaxed shoulders, a smiling face, open big bright eyes, and listening. Always being mindful of my tone of voice, my attitude, my hands, my expression, not putting my hands in my pockets, taking notes, leaving my cell phone on the side, completely and fully engaged into what my interviewer had to tell me and ask me. They obviously asked me a lot about behavioral uh, questions. I had a lot of behavioral questions. And the next podcast, next podcast again with Dr. Daniela Rodriguez is going to be about behavioral questions. So a lot of, a lot of things, you know, uh, uh, people want to know about you. They want to know what is life like, what, what your family is like. I mean, they're not supposed to tell you about it, ask you about it. But, you know, if you're willing to tell about it, you can. And, 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 and something like a hobby, an interest that you might have, call it landscaping, call it gardening. In my case, it's tennis. Tennis has brought me so many friends, so many acquaintances, so many connections, so many people. Right now, I belong to a local country club. I have fantastic tennis friends that are extremely powerful people in the community, in the radio, in television, in health insurances, in healthcare. Uh, doctors, entrepreneurs, insurance owners, lawyers, you name it, uh, all kinds of people. And when tennis is out there, we enjoy ourselves and any boundaries, titles go away. We fight it. And I have made plenty of good friends, plenty of nice acquaintances, and they know me. They know my character in the core. They know my character outside. They can vouch for me. And, you know, Believe it or not, despite that I was going probably through the worst 24 hours of my life, last week I played tennis more than I have played probably over the last few months. I played tennis five weeks, five times during that week because it's the only thing that really kind of kept the level of stress down. And tennis also got me connected to my new job. Um, a good friend of mine that I played tennis with, uh, you know, helped me remarkably well to secure this uh, job not, on, not not because i think only the 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 personal and professional relationship that we have he knows my person my character as a, as a as a tennis player we spend probably 25 30 hours on the tennis court having fun with each other and talking about life and and not and exchanging balls and screaming and cursing and breaking rackets you name it whatever it is i made a friend that friend was there for me. He helped me. And right now I'm here to prove him that I'm going to be extremely excited, extremely proud that I'm there for him. And I'm going to work so hard to make him look good and make myself look good. It's been it's been a tough week. It's been a lot of uh, sadness uh, from my co-workers and especially my nurses, my techs, my lab technicians. Everybody that has surrounded me during the last five and a half years are remarkably bumped out about the fact that I'll be leaving in 90 days, actually like 83 days. But but that's what I wanted to tell you. Uh, I'm here. I continue to walk up, you know, with my chest straight and strong. My demeanor is not going to change. My attitude hasn't changed. I'm blessed. God has been here for me. My wife is supporting me. It has not been easy in my household. My kids are here for me, and, and we're going to keep pushing through, and I'm going to keep making material for you guys. Uh, so please uh, follow me. 
listen to this show, share it. I know that there is not a lot of uh, rich uh, foreign medical graduate type of content, but I can tell you, never give up. And interviewing went fantastic. It was amazing. I did super well. I think I'm really good at it. Uh, after 20 years and probably more than 25 interviews or more through my life that I've gone through, I think I consider myself uh, pretty confident about speaking about myself and speaking about who I am and and, and the preference that I have in life. And, and I think my, my reputation speaks for itself. Another funny thing before I let you go is that I had to update my resume. So I went back in. I look at the style of the font. I look at the title. I look at the colors. I look at the distributions. I look at the paragraphs, the size of the lettering. And I updated every single section of what's been my life for the last five and a half years. I also went into LinkedIn LinkedIn, and changed everything in there. I changed my signature and my email for now. And I'm just kind of waiting to get the contract signed, hopefully this week, and and move along. But I, I tell you, it's, 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 it's rather exciting to go back to the drawing board and reinventing yourself. And I'm going to start working into other smart passive income uh, sources of uh, revenue for my life, for my family, because I feel that we physicians shall have uh, another en- entry of cash available, I think, uh, our work is 100% with our hands and brains. I think we have to have other avenues of revenue available to us. Thank God that we have ghost scribes and, and, and other business ventures that I have with my wife and my family. But uh, I think this is a moment to reinvent myself and plan something else. I think I'm going to explore some, some new business avenues, some, inv- some investments. And we'll see. We'll see what life brings on. I'm going to continue producing good, rich material for you and as I said, please follow me, share, because sharing is caring. I'm also letting you know that I'm currently working with a Colombian designer. Juan David uh, is helping me with my new, brand new website. We're going to redo everything about the podcast. We're going to probably change the name of the website. We're going to make it pretty, more responsive, email subscriptions. We're going to offer PDFs, ebooks. There's going to be a lot of goodness coming around. It's a lot of financial investment that I'm doing in this. A lot of hours on the phone, a lot of hours in the computer, a lot of hours really researching myself and trying to reinvent myself and relaunch this nice, awesome content that I've tried to create for you guys. So keep listening. For now, go to fmg-imgcast.com or send me an email, send me a text, leave me a review. By the way, guys, Send me a review. I'm waiting for those reviews in iTunes. Give me a five-star if I deserve it. And believe me, those ones that have left me comments and feedback, life has been crazy. I'll get back to you all. I love you. And we'll stay in touch. Thank you again. And thanks for listening one more time to me, Alonso Sorio. You are my champions. Thank you, Rockstars. Rockstars.